0: We didn't uh, we didn't do uh, very well on on our calendars and we're getting down here to last of um, of January and uh, you know if if you can if you can take uh, take some to pass them out to give just give them, give them some people and maybe make a donation whatever it looks like we're going to uh, kind of go in the hole on this purchase. I thought for sure that every, we would be able to sell enough of them to, uh, regain our money, but, uh, uh, didn't, didn't go that way. And they're on the table out there. And, uh, they're really nice calendars. Uh, and, um, uh, I, uh, hate for them not to go to use. So pl- please get some and take some and, um, and get, maybe we can get some advertisement uh, that way. Uh, also, uh, how many remembers our last, uh, youth service that we had? Do you remember how, how great that was? Uh, and uh, Sister Della, she brought a whole van full of kids, you know. Well, uh, the, uh, the first, uh, Sunday night in March, um, uh, we was up for uh, another youth service coming around in March. And um, we have said it, instead of being the, the end of the month, the beginning of the month, because we're going to have a very special guest for youth service, Jumping Josh Combs. He is flying in, and we are partnering partnering with, uh, Brother Pitt's church and Brother Beecher, uh, uh, up in Franklin, Kentucky. He's gonna have a service at their church, uh, and, uh, uh he's, uh, he's gonna be with, uh, us. Now, you've got to, you've got to have gone to a youth camp to know who Jumpin' Josh is. Uh, you go to, and you'll find out why they call him Jumpin' Josh. <laughs> Amen. And uh it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tremendous time and we're gonna we need I I'm going ahead and make that first announcement because we want to get as many young people. I I, I tell you, uh there are literally hundreds of young people who receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost in his services. Uh and um uh you know, if, if they're, and I know we've, we've had, uh, we've had some around here recently, you know, crying, talk about they want the, want the Holy Ghost. Well, if they don't get it, uh, by, by that first Sunday night, they need to be here because it's gonna, it's gonna be an awesome time now. Um, uh, the older folks, it won't be geared towards you. I mean, you, you, I, I promise you, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be, uh, uh, I guess the best word I can say, it'll be a radical service. Amen. But, uh, it's, it's, it's geared, uh, he gears his ministry towards the younger kids. And, uh, we're just excited to, uh, to be able to get him because we're able to, uh, partner together with some other, other churches, uh, uh, to, uh, split the, the cost and expense to have him come. But, uh, that will be our next coming up youth service and it will be the first Sunday night uh in um March and we want to have a whole lot of youth here uh for that service. Let's give Judas a hand and clap of praise. Glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Um I appreciate the um uh the message the part part of it that I heard uh Brother Bobby teaching this morning uh in the Bible class uh, because he laid, he he laid a foundation, and said some things that's, that uh, that's going to be a help to build this message on. And we recently uh, uh, we talked on some areas and uh, uh, about abortion and things of that nature. And um, as I was praying and wrestling. Uh, uh, Strongly with the Lord, uh, trying to get uh, uh, get a message and a word, um, um, God began to lead me in this area, and um, I appreciate the comments that uh, Brother Travis made uh, because that that is um, that's that's important. What he's talking about is, is basics. Until until we get that settled, nothing else is going to be settled. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to tell you you, can, uh, you, you can fix yourself and you can put on yourself uh, uh, to be so much Christian. And uh, you can do everything like the rich young ruler who come to Christ and said, I've done all these things from my youth up. What must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said, "You know the commandments." You know, Jesus said, "There's there's one thing you lack," and I'm all, I'm telling you, and uh, and just to to back up, and make uh, uh, what Brother Travis said. Uh, I don't care what else you do. I don't care how much you put in the offering pan. I don't care how much you run the aisles and shout. And everything else. But if you are harboring anything in your heart against anybody, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. If you got any unforgiveness, but you don't understand what they did, it don't matter. It don't matter. But they ain't never come and ask forgiveness. That don't matter. Jesus didn't say, Forgive them when they come and ask. He said, forgive them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That is, and that's always been a big issue. It has split a lot of churches down through the years. A lot of good churches. Hallelujah. And that—that that is a basic principle, folks. Those are one of the things. I know one thing. I know one thing. I stand in need of forgiveness of God every day of my life. Every morning when I'm praying at full 30. Amen. I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't never miss my morning prayer time without saying, God, forgive me of anything I've done wrong.
1: Right.
0: On, Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I admit my need for forgiveness, but I know if I want to be forgiven, i got to forgive others. If I don't forgive everybody else, then God's not going to forgive me. And that's what the book says. That's what the book says. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's proceed on from that point. I'm going to go to Romans chapter 1. And we're going to read verse 16 and 17 as our opening text today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I covet your prayers and uh, pray for God's anointing to rest upon me as I try to minister. Apostle Paul told the church in Rome, For I am not ashamed, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believeth. I got my Bible here and I got my notes, but I'm I'm looking up here. I'm not ashamed of the Gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to apostolics only, Pentecostals only, my flavor religion. Everybody's got their favorite flavor of ice cream and religion. He said it's the power of God and the salvation of everyone that believeth. Hallelujah. To the Jew first, and then also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed. From faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Let's pray. Lord, as we come today, we thank you. We praise you, God, for this service. I thank you, God, for every uh, one that is here today. We got some back today that's been out due to sickness, Lord, and we're thankful for that. But we're grateful most of all for your spirit. Now, Lord, I am attempting to minister something you have given me, you've placed upon me that is urgent for this hour. Now, Lord, I ask for your anointing. I ask you to help me to minister this in humility and in love and through the grace of God. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Amen. Amen. You can be seated. I'm sure you recognize this text. You've heard me read it before. I've read the scripture that wherein the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. I've talked about how we step our way little by little, getting closer to God. I've preached a lot of different sermons from this couple passages of scripture. I'm using it again today, but I'm preaching something different. I'm going to be speaking by the grace of God on the subject titled, Breaking the Chain of Intimidation. God gave me this word. Breaking the Chain of Intimidation. Satan has many weapons to use against Christians to keep them from standing firm and declaring the gospel of Christ unashamedly. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Satan has all kind of tricks and all kind of weapons to keep believers from standing firm and declaring the gospel unashamedly. Fear and intimidation are very closely related. And it's a great weapon he uses to keep us from speaking out on social issues and issues of faith. Something very recently. They got the whole nation talking. Of course, I'm talking about the issue there, the the guy who plays on the TV program Doug Dynasty. There was an, an intimidation process that took place to try to intimidate him from speaking up On his belief and viewpoint. And it's not only him. I hear this word tolerance so much today that it makes me want to puke. Yeah. and Kevin that's okay everywhere you turn there's a chain of intimidation to try to intimidate people of faith from speaking up And speaking out. If you're a Muslim, you can say anything you want to, anywhere you want to. If you believe in homosexuality, you can can come out of the closet. But if you're a person of faith, you've been commanded to go into the closet. in a discussion by means of social media the last few days over some comments that I made and some posts that I made.
1: Started up, I made a comment.
0: I said, I guess the president and a whole lot of talk about gay marriage, and uh, this lady sent me a, a private message, and been going on. And uh what things that get puts on the internet from this, this is proclaimed from this platform. Goes out across the airways everywhere. Or an order in this house right now we got to break the chain of intimidation we cannot afford to allow ourselves to be intimidated Are nothing or nobody. I was hoping See, people today, they say, well, it's all right. You can have your religion. You can have your faith. But keep it to yourself. Keep it in the four walls of the church. But those people don't understand. And it's like Brother Bobby talked this morning. This message from day one was not meant to be kept in a corner. Paul told him, he said, this thing wasn't done in a corner. (laughs) Glory! And you can't keep it in a corner. It was made to go out. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, there are some compelling reasons why many are bound by intimidation or ashamed in some way of the gospel. But the Scriptures teach and tell us in Second Timothy 1 and 7, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. If you got a spirit of fear, it didn't come from God. You see, the powers of darkness that are presently engulfing the world are pulling out all the tricks to intimidate the church from speaking up and speaking out. They want us to keep silent and hold our views to ourselves. Over and over we are told, hallelujah, that the Bible has no place in the public arena. But Pentecostal people, the reason why God gave the church the Holy Ghost was not because you could just go, He gave the Holy Ghost so we could have power and authority to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now that being said, that being said, so far I've talked about all the outside forces of intimidation, but there are some things inside some people on the inside that causes you to be intimidated and ashamed. Here's where Brother Travis Pastor quits preaching and starts to meddling. Hallelujah and I'm still under the anointing right here, but the cause of intimidation can come from within us. And i, I got to talk about that because God... You might not think that God cares about holiness, but He does. Hallelujah. He cares deeply about holiness. I want to talk about personal conflicts of sanctification. Hallelujah. Throw that up in there, brother. It's on there. Hallelujah. That's a point I want to bring across right now. Personal conflicts of sanctification. If I have issues of sanctification in my life, it's going to cause me to be intimidated and be ashamed to go out and do everything for God that God wants me to do. Hallelujah. We've got, we've got to not only, not only take care of the conflicts between one another, but we've got to take here are the conflicts between Sammy and the Word. One of the greatest sources of intimidation which brings shame upon someone in speaking up for Christ does not come from Satan, but it comes from a lack of personal sanctification. Because, and as Brother Carl used to say, whoop, 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 it's a <laughs> truth in house. You see church, we don't always live up to the standards that we proclaim. Amen. Nothing can bring more shame than when you do not live the way you should in this world and then try to lead somebody to Jesus. Hallelujah. I've got to take care of the conflicts that I've got and the issues that I've got in my life of holiness and sanctification. In other words, I've got to live right. Just because I preach it to you don't mean that it exempts me. Hello? Romans chapter 2, beginning at verse 21. You, therefore, who teach another, do you not teach yourself? You who preach that a man should not steal, do you steal? You who say do not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who offer idols, do you rob temples? You who make your boast in the law, do you dishonor God through breaking the law? Mm. You see, church, if you are not totally committed to Christ and the Christian life, then your light will not shine in this dark and sinful world. Amen. This world has enough of charlatans and frauds of its own. The church doesn't need to add anything to that. Hallelujah. There's a Scripture that speaks to us on a personal holiness and how it relates others being able to see Jesus in us. Hebrews 12 and 14. Well There's another reason why we're intimidated. And it's fear or ridicule. Don't nobody like to be laughed at. Don't nobody like to be ridiculed. There are many who are intimidated by the fear of ridicule. We become too concerned of how people view our beliefs and what they think of us. And this becomes a chain of bondage to where we, hid, to where we hide, amen, and, we, and because of fear. But church, we are children of the King and have no reason to fear. Can somebody say amen? Listen, the whole world is turning its back upon the church, and every day the views that the church takes is seemingly by the world's standards on the wrong side. Amen. Christians are being ridiculed. Intimidation. Hallelujah. Or to God. I mean we're living in a day and hour that the IRS may may, may, may may come against you because of some of your beliefs or some of the stands you take. Hallelujah. There's a filmmaker starting to go through it right now, after all that's been said, because of a movie that some people didn't like. Romans 8 and 15, the last scripture I'm going to read. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption. I've been adopted.